OMG. 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 Today's topic is disease to please. Disease to please. <laughs> so, we're back again. Your favorite podcast, House of Herbie. Can you believe we have this whole house of people that are interested in woo-woo shit and living better lives and being more creative and experiencing more joy in their day-to-day existence. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm Queen Herbie, your favorite host. And that's Jedi Nick, your less favorite host. Second favorite. You still like him. And also Alice is here. (laughs) (laughs) Not Alice. It depends. It's it's Friday and we've already had some martinis. So it's, it's Alice, but Alex is, and we're now calling him podcast, Alex, podcast, Alex, podcast, Alice, because Alice wore the sex on the sofa shirt on his story and, and he he cut it to the perfect crop too. Like me and Alex are huge fans of crops. Like I'll, I'll buy all of my own merch and crop it and wear it every day. It's just better that way. Yeah. I buy your merch and crop it. (laughs) See? Um, so he wore it and, and, and I had so many DMS from people that were just like so is this podcast alex have you been keeping him a secret why are you hiding him from us i love pod- podcast i was like alex. everyone needs to calm down okay we can't i told you it takes a village we're not doing this all by ourselves over here it might look like it mm. but it's not true yeah i'm still getting over that uh slutty burrito i had for lunch i i my gut is kind of like bitch it was uh-uh. good don't get me wrong it was it was fantastic and they also gave alice way more hot sauce than me in Did, I mean, the I quesadilla you might be nice it could just be your tolerance is so much better there than is no one i've ever met that has a lower spice tolerance than me yeah she oh. has it's like a negative spice i tolerance. really can't handle it although i have been practicing by like eating tiny bits of jalapeno because i heard it's good for you to eat <laughs> spicy food it is What's that about? Just doing like sets of eating jalapeno at night. Just sweating. I love spicy food. Let us know if any of y'all have a tolerance for heat because I know some people can't live without it. Oh, right. Okay. But remember the time. Okay. You had a cousin. Have I told the story before? This, oh, no. God, this is, I'm going to dad story you repeater. Start you are such a dad well, story. Well, I remember dad back, jokes in, and t- back in 92, we had the, the hockey team up. Well, now, no, so my cousin your, came to visit. Your cousin came to visit. Yes. Shout outs to Mike. We, we love in, you, Mike. We were in Boston. Yeah. And we went to a Thai place across the street. Yes. <laughs> and they asked him how spicy he wanted it. And he was like, oh, give me, it was like a three star system three yeah and he was like oh give me three stars and the waitress was like are you are sure you sure <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah give me three stars i love spicy food fucking inedible he's, he's from nebraska too uh, okay so yeah he fucking couldn't inedible. he had a few bites and i noticed his face started getting really red and like he was sw- very uncomfortable and like sort of fidgeting in his chair and i was like <gasps> you, you don't, don't have, have to, to eat that it. yeah Though we took it to go because he was like, oh, yeah. I can't waste it. Also, being from the Midwest, you can't waste food. So you're like, I would rather torture myself. Well, this goes perfectly into our topic today. Yeah, it does. So we i've heard i'm sure y'all have heard the term people pleaser okay at this point i'm just saying pp because it's like <laughs> people pleaser like it, it's a real it's a real thing it's a real topic and the disease to please is a much more fun phrase to say that was i think was that oprah coined i know i was gonna say oprah coined it was the year 2000 and she actually said the definition of the disease to please is the tendency to put wants and needs of other people above your own Mm -hmm. so everybody kind of knows just so everybody kind of knows the basics of this right so the dictionary i think says it's people who say yes when they really want to say no Mm. i was like okay damn that doesn't sound i mean yeah that's a little fucked up 
Um, but then, then it goes on and says uncontrollable need for approval from others and addiction. Mm-hmm. So now it's getting more saucy. So now All I'm right. like, we need to do a podcast episode on this shit. She's a little hot. She's okay. A little sweaty. So if it's an addiction, that means it's a trained thing that we're going to have to like work on maybe, um, debilitating fear. Okay. Now it's getting more intense, <laughs> debilitating fear of anger and confrontation force them to use niceness as self-defense and camouflage. Mm, Yeah, sure. I get that. That's starting to taste. I'm starting to get a vibe for it. (laughs) And you know what? A people pleaser wants everyone to be happy. Yeah, right. So it's like non-confrontational. Half of these definitions, I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? That's fine. And then half of these are like, oh, it's an addiction. It's an issue. So I think today's episode, we're just going to like break it down, figure out like what's going on here and how we can heal from this. You know, that's, it's always a positive flip on the house of Herbie. We want to like see what's actually going on and try to get as much information as we can. And I have a bunch of cool therapists that gave advice that we can just run down. Mm. So it's funny because we did the narcissism episode and it's one of our biggest episodes ever on this podcast. And I think it's a hot topic. Um, Mainly because folks that have been abused, like once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. And if you dove deep enough into your abuse cycle, I hope that you're free by now. If you're not free, we send our condolences, you know, maybe take a listen to that episode if you need some help with this, because narcissism is technically the opposite side of the spectrum of this personality group, I think. What is it? Codependency. Mm-hmm. Right. So they always say people pleaser is kind of in the codependent. They're the ones looking for these people. It's Yes. They're the ones they're looking they're, they're for the people to help. Right. And <laughs> right. the narcissists are looking for people to take from. Right. right. So both of them are a mask. So as I was diving into people pleaser, I was like, damn, bro, this episode should be just as big as a narcissism episode. But those of us, I think sometimes people who have dealt with a narcissist are like, oh, woe is me. Poor me. I'm the one that was right. But there are some toxic things that people pleasers are doing that they can heal that will prevent narcissists approaching them in the future. It actually deters toxic people when you learn what's happening in people pleasing and how you can change your behaviors. So So, would you consider yourself a people pleaser? Yes. (laughs) Would you consider yourself a people pleaser? Um, on the whole? Yes. Okay. On the whole? Yes. There are definitely lots of parts of me that I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. You have your boundaries are pretty strong. Yeah, but I, uh, maybe they've but gotten do, stronger, Yeah, but I definitely still don't like saying no to people. And I also still, uh, you know, you like to make people feel good, right? Yes. Or, you know, whatever the fuck that means to you. But I, I uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the authentic, true feelings about yourself and about other people remains hidden. So uh, one of the people was like, this is an actual, this is a manipulation tactic. If you are wanting to please others to the detriment of your own health, that's toxic. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So, because you try to do it, the origin of it was you wanting to be helpful, right? You're taught to be, especially from where we come from, small town, thing right you break your fucking back for a stranger or whatever right it's the good christian thing to do yes and it is like more more women are affected by this oh that's, for sure that's what oprah was saying because sure. women are natural nurturers yeah so going to be taken advantage the sac of. you know the mom who sacrifices herself and right. her life and her and her joy and her needs for her children mm-hmm. it's really interesting that's kind of the line that i was dancing on 
mm-hmm. today when I was Googling all this. So where does it come from? Where does people pleasing come from? Childhood, of course. Mm-hmm. We talked about CPTSD, complex. What is PTSD again? Post-traumatic. Pasta. Oh. <laughs> PTSD. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. There yes, press go. disorder. Ding, 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 disorder, ding, ding. Yeah. So it's complex because it happens like the first seven years of your life are the most programmable time, according to scientists. And also the people that believe in reincarnation are like the first seven years, your soul is kind of forgetting your past life still. Right. So you're being programmed. And there are different responses that you have. Like if your parent, now it's inevitable that parents are going to like fuck up in some way, right? It's, there is no way to not it's fuck a up lose. a little. That, like, that's the point. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. tell me you're that you're gonna... 100% of the time going to take care of your, t- then you're a people pleaser. You're a child pleaser. It's too much. <laughs> you're a child pleaser. So you have it's to, even worse. You have, uh, you have fight, you have flight, you have fawn and you have freeze. Those are the four F's of your response to trauma. As a child, again, you think you're unsafe, so you respond in a certain way. And the fawn response is be the people pleaser. This is this is like, oh, mom's in a bad mood. I need to cheer her up. Mm-hmm. It's not safe if I don't. Gotta go get the ice cream. Yes. So the fawn response from childhood trauma, it wasn't safe to express your needs right? You got rewarded in the short term for fawning the parent or the sister or brother or whoever. And so your brain sets that as a behavior on autopilot, which makes it so difficult for us to change. Mm -hmm. So as we get older as adults, we're like still fawning over people. I still do this. I catch myself all the time. If we're having lunch or dinner with somebody and they run out of water and I scramble to like, it's like, no, they're going to be okay. How many times have you gone to somebody's house and you don't have water and you're kind of thirsty and you're like, should I ask them? It's awkward. They have glassware. Like that's a people pleaser. That's a toxic response. You can't, you're not going to be helping anybody if you can't take care of yourself. Yeah. It's probably a reaction to some kind of social anxiety, probably, right? And anxiety is one of the side effects of being a people pleaser. Like yeah. everything increases. Yeah. Because you're just, just like, well, let me just make them happy. So it like goes away. It's insane. It's like we had this feeling that we were never enough for our parents. That's kind of usually where it starts. And we learned it was better to cover ourselves up than reveal who we are. Mm. That's just safer that way. Sure. So we're confused and we're ashamed of who we actually are. So it's also so relevant for this podcast because we're here trying to discover ourselves at a deep level for creative reasons. We need your art. So if you're busy being a people pleaser, you actually don't know your own wants and needs. You've never actually taken the time to look at them. Right. Because you're too busy trying to help other people. And then you feel like for me, I feel so good. Like this podcast is unfortunately feeding into my behavior because I want because I want to share what I've learned. So I get I get that payoff, that egoic payoff from helping people. So you do have to just be aware of that. Yeah. So you go through all your thing and I'll tell you because Hawkins had a lot of interesting things to say about this, too. Definitely. David Hawkins. Yeah. So people pleasing is rooted in a desire for self-acceptance and validation from others. Low self-esteem, which is definitely the worth, the worthiness thing comes up a lot mm-hmm. for me. So you feel like your worth is less than others and that your needs are unimportant. And then you think, oh, if I bend over backwards for this person, they are going to like me and know that I'm a good person and do nice things for me as well. But it's not true, y'all. 
It's not true. Basing your self-worth on what other people think about you is a toxic trait. So it all comes back to like belonging, feeling like you belong somewhere. Survival. Of course you feel this way. So I think that's the first thing I learned was like, hey, acknowledge this behavior in yourself and be like, yo, it's cool. This is very understandable that you ended up this way. Oh, incredibly common. Yes, I think so. We're about to find out. Yeah. Especially you come from like a small town America. Like this is what... This was, this is like the, the core town values. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, you know, be a nice person, even if it, you know, breaks your balls. Exactly. So what broke you from this, from a little bit, you know what I mean? Like what, what kind of took you, I kind of know what the answer is. Well, what took you from this out of the cycle or are you still in the cycle? You know, I've only done a few therapy sessions and they were helpful. But yeah. I'm a very, again, <laughs> I'm like, no, I, you can't, you can't help me. I need to help myself. I can do it. Um, I think when I learned that it was a form, I had a therapist say, well, are you a narcissist? And I was like, uh, what? Clearly. And she was like, no, I don't think you are clinically a narcissist, but have you ever considered the idea that you're manipulating others by not being honest with them? Hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, bitch. Yeah. That was big for me. Because if you turn me into the bad guy, then I'm going to want to fix it. Mm. If you're a people pleaser out there being like, oh, what was me? Everybody takes advantage of me. And you realize that you're not being f- like forthright with people and not saying, hey, I'm not cool with this. If you don't communicate clearly to them, like I'm not cool with this. Of course, they're going to keep taking. Right. You're offering right. them va- like it's just this weird thing. So for me, it was that is like me seeing myself as the villain for a moment because I was trying to get something in return. I was trying to control the outcome. Yeah. And I was totally unaware of it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I was trying to control the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Which is perfectly natural too. It's, you know, shit. Yeah. Don't get, you can't beat yourself up for that. And I'm always like, I wish people would come help me. And then I'm like, no one can help me. (laughs) What the fuck? You hate it when people help you. I hate it. And it's you barely fascinating. let me help you. I yeah, barely you know let Alex help. And he's on, the most helpful. Alex. <laughs> We're just a bunch of people pleasers like, don't help me. No. Nobody look at me. No. Me and you across I'm hideous. Being like, can you do this? But if not, it's cool. I can do it's it. Fine. I'll do it. I'm, I'm already, I'm halfway okay. done actually. My yeah. arm's broken. It's fine. I'll be fine. Does anybody have a, a bandaid? It's a toxic trait, even though it's so gentle and so selfless. I have a question about what you asked or what you said. So is it the, you said, um, the motive behind it is because you can control the outcome. Meaning, what do you mean by that exactly? That like by you saying yes, you know exactly how it's going to play out. But if you are, if you put up a boundary to someone, their reaction, you don't know what it's going to be. That, is it that what it is? That okay. is the key. And I think when we get to the solutions after we like rant a little longer, it is all about that. Okay. It's all about being like, oh shit, I can't control what other people's response mm. And their feelings are when I say no. There you go. When they don't, they might not like me and I have to accept that. Oh shit. That is so intense for me. That was the trigger for me. So for, uh, well, okay, keep going. Come on. No, what was yours? Give me yours. I don't want to tell you now. Okay. I'm just going to be pleased. I'm just running through my notes here because I got some mantras. I got a whole bunch of helpful shit coming up. But it was the label. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was that. Well, the music industry itself is an abusive industry. And it's such a grabby takey in any kind of, when you get to dealing with big numbers and big business shit like that, it's always going to be such a grabby, grabby, grabby thing. Anybody working with an investor, you're a creative working with somebody who's paying for your business to grow. 
if you're on social media promoting your business and promoting your art, social media is gaslighty as fuck. It keeps you coming back. So I try not to let things like that affect me either. So right. the music industry was the same. It was like, well, you get a hit song and everyone loves you and then you don't and then it's just you're abandoned. Well, I was like, you know, we also come, came off of this viral video where we were like, we can do everything and we're unstoppable. <laughs> this is 12 There's years ago. There's nothing we can't do. You know what I mean? Wrong. Fucking wrong. But it's great because you you have that and then you go into these. I remember we wanted to be everything to everybody. That's a people pleaser thing. Absolutely. But it was, you know, it, it's a crushing, <laughs> disappointing come back down to earth when that's not, or, you know, what happens, you try to do that. And as a result of trying to please everyone, you please no one. So it's this, it kind of the bottom falls out. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. Well, maybe I'm just going to do what I want to do then. If, and your self-worth is anchored on what they think and how they feel about what you. what they think. So then you're in this fucking vicious cycle. So you got to like, okay, all right, all right, hold on. Let's stop. Where, where are we at here? But that experience in particular highlighted it like crazy because there was such a, just just the environment of it already is is such a external, you have to try to get, if you're successful in music, it's because other people are enjoying it, right? <laughs> so it's like such a like, oh no. Well, if I don't like it, what does that mean about me? Oh, as an artist, as a creative, your entire self-worth anchors on what other people on, think. On your goddamn numbers. How this so really that's what this podcast episode is about. Yeah. How to remove that situation from your experience. Because it's if disease. you do that, if you are you're the reason that it's worth doing this work, and this is painful work. We're about to get into the Oh solution. yeah, it sucks. It's, but it's worth it because once I started to, I'm only like 25% into this. Okay. I still really depend on other people's opinions. I really still look for outside validation, but it's way less than it used to be. And the more that I open up and the more I release this, the more creatively brilliant I become. Yeah. I can attest to that. You shit. have less programming. You got nobody to fucking prove anything to anymore. So we know this is the solution. Like every single article I read, every therapist is like, yo, this is the solution. It's very uncomfortable work. Yeah. It's soul work. W-E-R-K. Snap. <laughs> PPs. <laughs> PPs, people pleasers, can't, can't allow others to help them, uh, which creates unwanted exhaustion, increased anxiety, and lack of intimacy too. Uh -oh. You're having less good sex uh -oh. because you can't let someone That's else- it please you and you're so concerned with them being pleased and if or do they like you yeah that's weird yeah that's unfortunate so it also can make a people pleaser feel they don't have purpose if they can't help others so this is where i started getting angry and i was like we need to do an episode because that finding your purpose episode is still one of our biggest mm -hmm. episodes too babe we are here for you we want to support you we have no skin in the game here this is a free podcast. We're trying to like get you to find out who you are and all the brilliant, all the brilliance that's underneath these challenges that life has presented. So it's it's kind of it's kind of gross how far we will go at the expense of our own well being to appease others, right? Yeah, but it can be healed. So that's that's what I think we spend the rest of the time talking about. So Hawkins talks about this interesting thing where it's like because because like you're saying, right? And this is this is where it gets a little confusing because the root. Of this feeling, if you were like, well, I'll get, I would do anything for somebody else or whatever. What, what was the, what's the fucking, what's the tree story where the guy comes and like oh my cuts God, down the, the giving tree? tree? <laughs> the giving it's tree so, makes me cry. It's so fucked. That right? book is so, so crazy. So what he's, what he's saying is, and when he talks about, it describes in detail 
and in depth what you feel and experience in your worldview mm. in each one of your vibrations as you go up, right? In love, that is how you feel. You have an, you're, you, you're constantly present. You have an unending well mm. of, of energy and love and you're oh you're only within yourself you're never external so it, it's it's constantly right so that's this that's what everybody's aiming for right yes. like i'm jesus and it's like great awesome well <laughs> the vast 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 fucking vast majority of us are not there and that's oh perfectly okay that's fantastic but if you try to do these type the giving tree type shit hmm. When you're not in love, then it is actually not an integrity. Mm. And it's actually in, in a, it ends up stirring up a lot of anger. It ends up bringing up a lot of like resentment, resentment. a lot of, a lot of, uh, the giving tree, the giving tree is a toxic book. Actually, they had to, <laughs> the reason I cried when I read it last time is because somebody revised it for today. Uh, I was oh, yeah, read, yeah, 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 I was yeah, yeah. read, the giving tree gave until it was a stump. Yeah. And it had nothing else to offer but a fucking dead seat for someone to sit on. Yeah. Now, there are, of course, cool ways to look at that. And I think in a Christian upbringing, it's like, yes, give, sacrifice yourself, just like Jesus died on the cross. Oh, my goddess. Yeah. So somebody rewrote The Giving Tree. I wonder if I could find the link for, the, for our um, resources this week. But it was a beautiful rewrite where the tree eventually was like, hey, bro, bro, bro. You can cut off my branches and use my fruit and do and carve in your thing and make a swing. But like, if you cut me down, I can't give you anymore. Yeah. So if you give, give, give and people take, take, take like that resource is gone. Yep. And that's what made me cry actually was the revised giving tree. Yeah. The tree set boundaries. The tree learned to set boundaries. He set up a fucking fence. Trees can live for like thousands of years. What? So why, why would you kill your resource for yeah. a fucking table? Or right, a nightstand. And, and, and if you're not coming from that genuine, literally like enlightenment vibration, yeah. then it is not, in fact, healthy. Yeah. Or uh, you know, a positive place to be. Ooh, but it's so hard. So we're going to jump into the the solution here because it is difficult to unlearn destructive ways and build more authentic lives and relationships. Okay, if there's people out there that are like, but you've been a people like if if you piss people off by saying no, which is one of our first pieces of advice, say no more. Oh my god, saying no is so scary. If you piss people off and lose friends, it's time for you to build some new relationships with people that actually deserve what our, you have to offer. Our personal experience, yes. we finally started saying no. no and then all of a sudden fucking shit got real. Wow. You find out <laughs> very telling. quick very and it's telling. so uncomfortable. Right. Like so uncomfortable. I can't, I mean the, the, Oh, I get like, I can feel it. I might need to do some letting go later. <laughs> okay. So oh, yeah, how we got to still, we'll, one of these weeks we'll talk about that. We will. So however daunting it is for you to do some of these things, I want to remind you that it's like coming home to yourself. When you do this work, it's going to feel like, you know, wow, I just found myself for the first time. It's so beautiful. It's magic. It's worth every penny of effort. And you can't benefit anyone around you if you aren't taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's been an illusion, babe. Good job. Okay, you you did great with what you had, but it's time for you to put yourself first for the no, first time. And that's a good point. I think people really genuinely don't. Again, it's like a counterintuitive thing. If you, it, it will actually help other people more if you're able Correct. to be. If you're in your, I always say, if you really need you want in to help your people. power. 
Yeah. We need you in your power. We need you yeah. in your power. Imagine if everyone around you was in their true authentic self and, <sighs> and the most efficient, the most creative, the most brilliant. That's what we want. And if you're nice people, like I don't need you, you just... to help me take my garbage out, bitch. On, like man. I'll take my own fucking garbage. I'll just leave the garbage in the hallway. Leave it. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. So the mantras for this, for healing this, cause it's always nice to just jump into some mantras. The one that I used a lot when I was healing was I am enough. I know it's so silly and simple, but we would like walk the dogs in the morning and I would just be in my head. Like I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. And I would just feel into it and just give it whatever space it needed. And then I wrote this little codependency ditty. You guys want to hear this? Please. My codependency, which again is like you needing other people to tell you that you're great. My people pleasing is not a weakness, but strength too much of it. Actually to uh, get to know your true needs, listen to your gut. When something doesn't feel right, it isn't. Intuition is everything guiding you through life. Tune into the feeling with meditation or tarot. Tarot is really helpful for me for this because I had never t- spoken to my own self before mm-hmm. and paid attention to my own needs. Yeah. Um, clear, direct communication. Let go of diplomatic peacekeeping uh, by 30%. You always tell me to like try 30% try less. less. <laughs> try 30% less, man. I'm like, yeah, there's enough. <laughs> If There's you need enough. a number to like work from, if you, if you want to start somewhere like 30, trying 30% less, Ooh, it's a challenge. That's, that's steep. <laughs> but that 30% was really helpful for me. It's a trusting. It's like, no, it's, and it's a believing. And with some, there's something magical that happens when you do that, that it allows, it's a confidence. It's a swagger. Cause you're like, well, okay, I'm just going to sit back Woo. 30% more and allow this shit it's to kind of come so- to me, whether it's, whether you're performing or writing or, you know, whatever responding to a text message. I mean, an email, like I used I know, to I'm send such an exclamation point. Guy. I used to send so many paragraphs and like try so hard and get the language, look at the drafts and yeah, yo, dude, what if you just say what you think and send it and just let it go? And I it, can't barely fathom that. Another fascinating thing that was actually helpful in a lot of ways too, when we went from like literally no attention to the most attention in a 24 hour period. Yes. Was how quickly people communicate or or how uh concisely people communicate when they don't have time so like really everybody just gets to like all the emails that were sent or respond you know what all the stuff we would send back fucking like books well and the questions comments points all the shit it's like dude nobody fucking gives a shit no one two sentences right and then even on all these emails you spent you sent all the shit they're gonna read the first Two sentences and stuff. <laughs> Even I'm that was hard for me to understand because I was like, "What? You, it's in the fucking email, dude. It's in the third paragraph, stanza four on the, you know." And they were like, so dude, "What are you talking about? I, I don't, I don't have time." No, this is That's really, I, this is really it. And so you had to just like, nope. This is lunch at four. Fuck you. Bye. Send. And imagine if you shift your attention from helping other people to helping yourself for fucking once. Yeah. If you get an email out and somebody answers only one of your eight questions, you're like, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'll just fucking Google the rest, learn for myself, order this thing, figure it out myself. You know, if you shift it to that, it, it definitely helps because I have just so, so much energy. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I'm like, okay, if I great. stop focusing on other people and put it on myself, all of a sudden my wealth grows, my creativity grows. Like, yeah. Everything grows. Yeah. So self-love, that's a big one. It's a part, it's a part of the human journey to feel yucky. 
right? It is. If it feels yucky for you to shift your attention and energy and effort away from others and onto yourself, that's really worth feeling yucky over. And totally fucking normal. That's it. That's how it works. Sit with it. Yeah, this is the letting go thing we fucking talk about every week. But <laughs> every week, this is it. People so are like, I hear the same advice every week. It's annoying. <laughs> Skip. No, it's like you. So you you have these when you, you finally put up a barrier or whatever, or you tell somebody like no, you feel hot. It's oh. almost it's almost like a, sweaty. Yes, like you start getting sweaty, accelerated heart rate. Um, and it's almost like how you feel when you start to get embarrassed. Almost. Yo, that's the same thing. Yeah, and you and you need to just observe it. Don't follow it. That's this is the key. And you are you not the feeling. You're not. You're the not feeling. the feeling. It's gonna dissipate. Just give it time. It's gonna go away. And that, it's kind of what you do. And that's it's real work. It takes a lot of energy and focus sometimes, but it it's absolutely worth it. So our first assignment is say no more often. I'm saying our assignment because I'm going to do this too. (laughs) Say no more often. You have a fear that you'll disappoint and lose friends. Yeah. That's okay. Saying yes all the time is saying no to yourself. Bitch. Needed to dance for that one. It it depletes you. Um, The recommendation is to start small and work your way up. Small no's. Start with small no's. Notice how good it feels to say no. Notice it. Massive emotional weight it will helps, be lifted. So after you say no, just fucking smash something. <laughs> yeah. No. no. And fucking walk out. <laughs> it's pent up. You've waited your whole life to learn to say no. Um, you are just as important as the people you're trying to please. That's a good starting point. Mm. You are just as important. You're not feeling it. You don't want to go out tonight. You're not like not going out. I don't. Uh, People invite you to go somewhere and you're just like, I, I, I want to watch Netflix and, and I want to write in my journal. Hey, I love you so much. I just need a little self-care time. Love you, girl. That's easy. That's a no. That's your first no. Is it like when the the horse walked into the bar? What? Why the long nose? Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a good oh, dad joke. Eater. Oh, <laughs> Which no. one was it? You got the wrong animal? Hold on. I, I don't know. I'll look it up. Reverse it. Rewind. <laughs> so saying no more. Saying no more. This is a ooh, this is a tough one. Why the long face? That's the horse one. Mm-hmm. And eater. And eater. So let's say you're on the precipice of <laughs> let's say you're you're done listening to Nick's bad jokes. Don't. You st- <laughs> you are not people pleasing. We're me saying right now. no. <laughs> no. Am I a narcissist? <laughs> Definitely. You're on Shit. the you're on the precipice of saying no, and you have this worst case scenario playing out in your mind, right? You can't control others. Your time is better spent focused on your needs. They're on their own journey. You have no control how they're going to react. You just don't. Yeah, you don't. It really does come back to control, doesn't it? Your your bad dad jokes and your and your you have no people pleaser friend are telling you you don't have you have no control, control how they react over how bad these dad jokes are. Can I say too? We had a me and you were having a conversation the other day, and you were talking to me through a, a situation that I'm ha- going through. And the thing that resonated with me that I kept thinking about is you just kept saying, no, but really think about what is the worst thing that could happen. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. If you really sit with that and I sat with it and I went through the entire emotional roller coaster that would be the worst case scenario for me. Because you're so the fact that you're so brilliant that you can even imagine these horrible things. Let your mind do it. Yeah. And I just and I went through it. and I was like, okay. So I know exactly what it would feel like if that does happen. You've already and that's lived it. Worst case scenario. It's not going to happen. So that is a great practice. That is super helpful ah, to be able screaming. to. And yeah. guess and and what happened at the end of it? You're fine. I was fine. 
They're yeah. fucking fine. Oh, no, it's, it's it, it so, is. A, that's it, the hardest part about getting over people pleasing. The disease to please is is learning to say no, and the pain of like. You literally, bitch, you've been basing your whole self-worth on other people's opinions and you can't control them. It's dark. That's where the control is. You can't. It's really They're, dark. They might just be on their period. They might have just got laid off. They might have got cut off in traffic. Their cheeseburger might have been missing the cheese that day. Oh There's fucking nothing you can do, bitch. No. So if you don't start turning that attention inward and saying, okay, I can't go out tonight. I really, I really want to watch this new episode of this and I want to journal and do my tarot reading. Bitch, say no. How did you, what, when were there triggers for it's you? It's hard for me I'm because I you. get invited to cool shit, like events, <laughs> award shows. And I, I'll get to the night of the award show and be like, wow, I'm really being that bitch right now. I got to say, I can't go. Yeah, I would rather sit here and like work on like a formulation of some like well, I and I and I remember too again not to keep bringing this come back to this because but this was the biggest kind of like uh, uh, aha moment for us was when we were you know finally on a, a label or whatever you know that when that that time was happening and we were like oh got it that's what this is and it was such a we were not going to be everything to everybody right. And it was this then this this painful trudging process to to kind of painfully unprogram ourselves out of this out of this disease to please thing because we were we wanted to be uh, you know we wanted we were nice everyone oh you're so nice you're such nice people couldn't believe it and we were like yeah our egos are like yeah we are we're right. fucking nice right. yeah we'll say, so we we'll are say yeah to everybody. And even energetically, a big thing for for me was oversharing energy. Mm. And that, you know, because then I was just depleted and just fucking exhausted. And then usually would be angry as a result because I'm fucking, I got nothing left. Right. What? That is a, right. that right. is right. a right. side of it. Why are you going to look at me like this? <laughs> now, now we're going to have a fight. <laughs> now I'm angry. Now I'm depleted. I'm you can't control you. his Stop reaction. diseasing me, you Alex. You can't control. Podcast Alex. <laughs> trying to fight me and i'm just agreeing with you he does like to wrestle this is a classic boston he's like i'm just agreeing with you why are you trying to why fight me I, I know get your medium fries french vanilla iced and get the fuck out of here uh what were we talking about and there was Dunkin a Donuts? there was a lovely there's always angels that you just ignore no you don't ignore them but there's always angels along the way that will tell you things like one of our really close friends joe carosa he was our publicist at the label and he said he pulled us aside one day and he was like hey no one's gonna tell you this but you're in charge <laughs> and it rocked Whoa. it rocked our whole fucking world and we had a whole conversation i haven't even told joe this but i was like we had a whole conversation about it like let's call him right now yo Joey C. So there's always wise angels and people along the way that will help you understand this, but you only will receive it when you're ready, bitch. So, okay, we're letting go of worst case scenarios. The mind's making up. You can't control others, right? You don't know how they're going to react or feel, and you need to get comfortable with people disliking you. Yeah. It sucks. It's not easy. God, it makes me so sad. I want everyone to like me. <laughs> but that's not the point. But that's not the point. Yeah. It's not the fucking point. It sucks. It's not the fucking point. You know what really helped me too is when somebody said, your goodness shines through even when saying no or disappointing people. Mm. Your goodness. Have you noticed that? When people say no to you, you're still like, I like that guy. <laughs> it's possible. 
So no, but see, I see. I I think both of us too. We we genuinely when when somebody can't do something, we don't feel personally, uh, you know, angst or aggressive. Especially or, when they're so savvy, they're like, "Listen, babe, I got to do this tonight. I love yeah, you we're so like, much." Oh, okay. Oh well, you know, yeah. and we've had experience with disappointment now, so you just kind of roll with it eventually. You That's get, a good character to channel. You listen, babe. I got to just you know, oh, huh? Well, you know what I mean? Huh? Well, let me put on my aviator glasses real quick. That's how I'm gonna. Say no. Oh, okay. Going forward. Sorry. Okay, a so- juicy olive. <laughs> Me and Alice have three olives now. Oh, yeah. And our a- martinis, it's like a meal. That's a lunch. Yeah. And we're pacing it in the timing. When did you understand that this was something that that, that you had to confront, I guess? I think um, six or seven years ago when I received some... some and I'm grateful that my parents are honest with me, but my parents were like, Hey, this is not cool. Like for us, we can't really support where you're headed. Can't hang. And I took it in very personally. You know, I, the song black sheep is about this. It's just like, wow, I'm grappling with this like need to please my parents or to be enough for them. When our paths are so different, how could I dare expect them to be you know, outwardly proud of me when this is very much going against my upbringing and all these things. And at the same time, be proud of myself for rising above, you know, all this pressure to be a certain way and parental, be able to be authentic. And parental disappointment is one of the biggest. It's, it's the root. They say it in childhood is where well, all that PTSD comes from. And it's, again, it's not like no parent can do a perfect job. It's impossible. Right. No, it's impossible. And it's so you get, show. you get to that point where you're like, damn, this is heavy and hot and I feel hot and I'm, I am uh, twitchy and I don't know what to do with this. Like that discomfort, you got to sit with it, babe. You got to sit with it because once you get through that, it does dissipate mm-hmm. and then you can become your most creative person, your creative self. Yeah. And, and you're, you're going to find the people that do support it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to just say, hey, this is what I do. And you're going to literally feel lighter. You're going to literally feel lighter. It's like, a better life. Like emotionally, physically, everything becomes less heavy. And they do neg- They do have negative feelings towards you temporarily. But they can't hold on to all but that shit. They always shit. come around, man. They always because come think around. Because think about when you hold negative feelings about somebody. That's on you. You're just poisoning yourself for no fucking reason that's why eventually it does go away yeah right so that's a really good um case study for like it's okay if you disappoint somebody when you say no because that's a temporary come on they can deal with it you've helped them enough the biggest thing for me and i think i've said this before but it was when i find like really wanted to fucking put my own dick out there and stop valuing other people's opinions above yes. my own. As a producer, it must be crazy. Uh, well, in the producing was the very, you know, yes, that's part of it. But that's, it's really, I always felt like, especially being in the room with all of these huge writers and producers and all the people, I was like, I think I have really good ideas and I think I know how to do this. But I I had to stop putting, if there was, if I, you play something for somebody or you do any kind of uh, peer-to-peer stuff, and you get any kind of little bit of any kind of negative feedback, then it kind of crushes the entire, or like, hey, well, maybe I would put this here, maybe a little bit more like this, or whatever. It You start second-guessing second yourself, and you can't, it's not that you can't listen to critique and understand, but I think to get to that place genuinely, at first, you have to really stop valuing other people's opinions uh, you know, above your own, because it's there's you're never going to fully see the way that you or the way that you hear it. You're never going to fully see that reality 
through unless you start doing that. And it's a fucking process. Again, the shit ain't, isn't always fucking easy, but it's just drawing a line in the sand sometimes. And that was a that was a big deal. Like I remember, like okay, so red carpets. Okay, every time they were like smiles. <laughs> When you remember this shit, smile, you know what I'm gonna kiss, say. Smile, smile, kiss. Smile, oh my god! And so we're we we're naturally kind of like Jesus. people thought we were just kind of like goofy or whatever, because a lot we of were times people pleasers for the paparazzi. We were people pleasers for the. We fucking gave them everything paparazzi. they wanted, and then we, we were would like, get the oh pictures, god, like, and we'd be like, and they would. We look what, like idiots. What picture do they run? The one where you're doing the weirdest, craziest fucking this shit. This is why when you see people on the red carpet, they're like all fucking serious. This and is like why. Stone cold. That's fuck. exactly why. Because they will always pick the one where you're like. <laughs> yes. They will always pick the one where you're doing something crazy. Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lesson. At first, you know, you get angry. That's a boundary. And then you start to. And then eventually yeah. beyond the anger. You just see that this, you know, we're all just a bunch of humans clamoring to try to get money and attention all the time. That's it. That's all. So the paparazzi are just trying to do the same thing. They're trying to get money to, you know, and from that, they just, they're always looking for the, the biggest reaction, the, the craziest picture, the whatever. So you st- it's not that it's wow. like good or bad. It just starts to become an understanding. So then you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to necessarily, I'm not going to, if I don't feel like I genuinely, unless that's a whole strategy and I'm going to go for it, like that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> And that's how that I'm feels. I'm a people pleaser on the red carpet. Well, no, if I were to remove all of that and I said, that's what I want to do, right. then great, go for it. But if that's not what, if you know, that comes out that way and that picture is run or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I'm embarrassed. But I did it because they asked me to. Hmm. Then I'm just mad at myself because I'm like, well, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. So then you start to understand, you start to peel back the layers a little bit. And you're like, well, I didn't have to. So it does, you know, but then you start valuing your own opinion above Everybody else's. Others. And it's going to be uncomfortable when you are stone cold on the red carpet. When you say no to people, right? You don't have to be... You, you know I want to do the, you know, you know... You don't have to be happy about it. Put my uh, finger through my uh, fly or something, you know what I'm saying? Just do it. Do it. Um, you don't have to be happy about it, but you have to practice tolerating it so you can be freer to be you. Yeah. Um, and you also need to know that the people that ask you to give them all of yourself are not worth pleasing. So me, like we don't even know these paparazzi, like, right. I know they're trying to get, and you can be kind and loving, right? That's the difference. Yeah. Being kind and loving is different than over giving of yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like the tree, come back to the tree. It's like, Hey, listen, man, you still want some fruit, (laughs) the giving tree. Do you want shade and a fruit? (laughs) Do you want shade and fruit? You want shade and fruit? You can't cut All me right. down. If you cut don't me down, cut me down. You bro. don't have anything else, okay? You have to go find another tree. <laughs> You've tasted my fruit. You it's narcissist. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I am so organic. <laughs> so you got to be able to release outcomes, tolerate the unknown, and live with uncertainty. So those are huge, huge fucking things Back to, to learn. the core. Okay? Life. This is not fucks. simple. This is not light work. Okay, it is light work, but it's not light. Oh. Um, you're going to prioritize joy and self care now. That's what Queen Herbie has decided. Mm. You are going to prioritize your joy and self-care now, ah, starting today. Thank you. You're welcome. Does that feel good? When I take care of myself, I am spreading love throughout the world. When I value myself, I attract valuable people and things. Mm-hmm. That's pretty powerful. Also, now we're flipping it. It's flipping now. Also being um, tested as true. It tests as true. Yeah. When I value myself, I get valuable things back. And when you heal yourself, you're healing the world. 
Everybody I, says again, that. Feels Everybody very, says that. So that's what they say at the very, 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 very top frequencies of all this, this David Hawkins testing and all this shit. You are actually helping. Oh, okay. In part of the Joe Dispenza book right now, they're talking about they were, took all these studies. You're still in the Joe Dispenza? Dude, it's so long. It's like What a, is it called? Uh, super uh, mowing the lawn in straight lines. No, I think it's called becoming supernatural. Yes. Yeah. Mowing the lawn in straight lines. <laughs> Do you remember our first house when I would mow the lawn and everyone would come out and be like, tell the owner it looks great. <laughs> because nobody in LA, nobody in LA mows, mows their own lawn. Nobody. And I'd be like, sure do. Looking like a freaking quarterback of some team, shirtless. And I'm just sitting in the (laughs) kitchen, just sipping martini, (laughs) watching you mow the lawn. (laughs) Me and Gary just sitting there. No way, you're painting the house for sure. Oh, definitely. I was working. Yeah. Dude, I'm a people pleaser. I was the exterior of like, there were like three or four structures on that fucking (laughs) property. And we painted the outside of it. Of every single one. Oh my god! I'm saying like you're not sipping martinis. I know. Also, no. you're like also cutting grass, <laughs> like with scissors. Oh, with scissors by hand. Yeah. This is a great example. So me, you know, ten years ago, definitely not, definitely working. If you were working, I felt guilty if I wasn't working. Yeah. But now See, I'm like, we have like, there's some days now where I'm like, I'm gonna make a martini and get stoned in the afternoon, <laughs> sit here and watch Netflix. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's the best tweet non-people pleaser practice you could get well even yeah even feeling like you have to do something is that still a disease to please a little yes bit? i would is, say yeah? Is, yeah is it like a um i'm uncomfortable if i'm not flitting around yeah mm-hmm. yeah and again, i see it in my mother too when, yeah. when i'm home and she's doing everybody's dishes i'm like whoa 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 and then i feel like i you know then it triggers in me and i gotta like do the dishes too it's a lot yeah it's a lot so let's go through some the, I guess the basic, this is again, these are therapists. I just peruse through all these articles online. So the the limiting belief number one for people pleasers is you should always put others first. This is a Christian tenet, right? But that will lead to resentment and burnout, which Jedi Nick so eloquently stated. Hmm. Limiting belief number two, you are responsible for others' happiness. Right. What I do or say determines people's feelings or how much they love me. Well, that's so sad. It's not fucking true at all. It's not fair. It's not fair. Limiting belief number three, other people's opinion of me determines my worth. Right. Okay. So these are the things you're going to start noticing after this episode. You're going to be like going through your daily And even for creatives and music and shit when you're starting out. This is not, uh, do not always value it that way. No, other people's opinion does not determine your worth. Their their opinions based on how good you make them feel. And opinions. Not how good you are as a person. And opinions change like the fucking weather. They change like the weather. Don't base all your shit around an opinion because it's going to fucking change. Limiting belief number four, it's better to choose peace. So being passive like people pleasers are like, oh, I'm just going to say yes or like be vague because things will resolve or, or those they're going to leave me alone. But realistically, they're not going to leave you alone. They're going to take your passivity like you're being passive or not saying no as you're OK with the situation. They're going to ask for more. So that's how you get burnt out. You do have to be more honest and less deceiving by standing up for yourself and like asserting saying, hey, I'm not OK with this. It's weird. It's almost like you put on a lower voice for it. <laughs> Cuz I'm st- it's awkward for me to say no, but I'm like, "No, I need <laughs> And at first it's really weird and uncomfortable, yes. but with practice. You haven't done this since you were a child, bitch. And just just be aware of your, you know, your your body, your heart rate, everything, just slow everything down. 
we always have a tendency to speed everything up. Speed, speed. I always joke like when we both get going too much, it's like a fucking, (laughs) it's like a really high horsepower car on a dirt road. Yeah. Okay. The wheels are going like crazy and there's fucking dirt and shit sputtering out, but the car isn't going anywhere. We're not getting anywhere. Not getting anywhere. No. All right. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down has been our mantra this year. Slow everything down. Take your time. We're going to be all right. Correct. We're going to no longer, we're going to get the vaccine for the disease to please. Let's go. Vaccine is available now. <laughs> Queenherbie.com. Only at. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Queen. Only at. House of Herbie. CBS. I can't even get the link right. Okay. The last thing I want to mention, because people pleasers are very close to my heart. I love you. If you're listening to this and you're like, bitch, this is crazy. This is exactly what I've experienced my whole fucking life. And now you're just like speaking to me directly. You and me both, bitch. Okay, I love you so much. The next step is to remove toxic people. After you learn how to say no and you start with some small no's and it's like, oh, and you observe how you feel and you're like, wow, I feel like my whole, my pussy energy is like up right now. Mm. If you're a people pleaser, there will always be toxic people trying to take advantage of you for the rest of your goddamn life. Yeah. So you're an easy target. They smell you from a mile away, bitch. Smell you out. They really do. You are a narcissist magnet, bitch. Like, it's crazy. So they these are quality of life insanity suckers. So you have to take it. So it's weird. You have to take an honest look at your friends, right? I remember one point a few years ago when I started learning about this too, I like wrote in my journal, like who I felt was like lifting me up yeah, and who I felt was not there for me. And the thing you said before a few times too, it's like, take a look at the relationship. Take a look at me Take now. a look at my life. <laughs> who is, who's, hold, who's holding you back? But most importantly, if this is hard to answer, who's not serving the higher self? Mm. So we talk about this brilliant who's, creative who's genius. Not bringing edibles who's not bringing edibles to the party you know what i mean well that's a that's a real thing that's how you get to the higher yeah gifts oh that could be love bombing too but who's not serving your higher self because you're going to start practicing boundaries in the gray rock method until they fall away yeah you know you're going to use those good boundaries and saying no Mm -hmm. um and eventually you know at the beginning it feels really harsh you feel selfish you're like oh shit i'm cutting this person out this is so awkward you know but it's it's you prioritizing your needs for the first time. Yeah. Of course it's going to be weird in the moment. It feels impossible and it feels like it's never going to change, but time heals all things. And it does you it's uh, even in like the letting go. Maybe I keep saying this, (laughs) maybe next week we'll fucking talk about letting go. We're going to just keep going every week. You keep a journal, journal, keep a journal about it. So that way you can actually see when you're, when you're developing yourself and when you're advancing, sometimes you won't notice the gains that you're making. Gains, bro. Sometimes gains. <laughs> you know about gains. Yo, protein shakes, fucking, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. For me, it's the oatmeal. It's the overnight yeah, oats. I just stop it there. O-H- oh, the overnight O-H-H-T-S. oats. Oh, yeah. Shout outs to our Brooklyn boys who make Brooklyn the oats. Boys. Yeah. That shit is delicious. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. It's the chia that, seeds That's for the me. one you keep having? You put the, you put the shit in it and you put it in the fridge? Fucks me up every day. In a good way. In a good way. I'm like, oh, wow, this is a snack I needed. Angel food cake. Yeah, we love. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're going to see how it feels to purge some of these characters from your life. Yeah. It's weird, yo. And and you have to, it's really just, it's not even like you have to, you say no and you set boundaries, but you're also just switching the value from them to you. Think of it that way if you need to. 
You're pulling the energy away from them and putting it on yourself. You're going to feel selfish. You're going to feel like a piece of trash and that you're cut. You're being rude and cutting these people out. But I want you to observe how your life changes after. I had a dude literally come to our house bringing gifts, like you were saying. Yeah. Literally bringing gifts and begging to be a part of the next single to pretending he didn't know who I was. Yep. Wow. I remember that. Yeah. That was in a That was in a span of 18 months. Yeah. And it does take time, you know, you might be in a friendship with somebody and you're starting to question like, oh, is this person, you know, because all of us are men, even us as people pleasers are manipulative, right? So it's good to right. embrace. But it's interesting. You, that's a good point because you're, you're just on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm like, look, here I am out here trying to help people still and trying to like self-deprecate. But also, no, it's a toxic trait to not have boundaries and value yourself. Yeah, it can be. It's like if you don't know. Right, 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 right. So the self-care, that's why I'm always about self-care. I think, you know, stop being someone else's doormat. That's what I wrote. People say this a lot. Yeah. Stop being someone else's doormat. That's just never a good feeling. No. It's it's not something to be confused with loving someone when they're, you know, that just means it's out of balance. It's not personal. Yeah. It's just out of balance. It's not personal. No. That's a good point. It's it's because it feels so personal. Yeah. I was so upset that my parents didn't accept me for all these. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> why would they? I'm doing some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then it switched into from their angle. Then it switched right. Then it switched to me loving myself and being like, "Oh no! Now that I'm full, I can turn that attention back to you and say, hey, it's all right. It must be crazy having a daughter like me.' Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for making sure I at least got here. Yeah. You know, in my beat, my beat addiction, my beating addiction. <laughs> More beads. I am, if you're watching on the Patreon, I am wearing the Naughty Girl necklace. Oh, we love her. The Naughty Girl necklace is actually available everywhere now, but Patreon's got the exclusive early access. I have to make more of these necklaces. It just keeps selling. Yeah. I think because it has that color therapy energy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like the little, uh, I, I, the mono ones with the sparkles in between. Yeah. Okay, thank God it's similar, right? It's yeah. got a mono. Thank God it's the green version. I like that. You know, I like a good mono. It's funny because we went from naughty girl to thank goddess. It's like a whole different <laughs> level of sexual power. <laughs> we are here to support you. House of Herbie is, we really only made this to share with you like our findings and discoveries. And we wanted to, to have feel, a excuse to have a martini on a Friday with Alice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just uh it's just a safe space it's a safe space for all of us the patreon is lit as fuck if you're interested it's five dollars a month five dollars you get in there we've got a private discord server with a bunch of uh, we i just opened up three new servers which is like for your businesses and your art and i want you to show i want to be able to see what y'all are working on and i'm blown away already by oh, the yeah. music the paintings the products like the design work is astonishing yeah so it's kind of it's kind of becoming like an elite platform for people that are starting businesses and sharing their experiences and then we have like a witchy shit room where we talk about tarot and crystals mm -hmm. and all that shit and it's just it's amazing that's only one of the benefits of course i do extended aura cleanses which is my favorite thing because i keep with y'all directly i'm like developing my techniques in the aura cleanses like different asmr you know, treats and it's Oh yeah. Can we do I wanna do an ASMR one where <laughs> Oh no, here where it you comes. <laughs> See, this is why we don't take Nick's input on those. Where you, oh, hold on. Okay. Where you uh you like um it's either it'll probably be like me, it'll be like tucked into bed or something. And you okay. could like you could like tuck me in. <laughs> a nighttime one. It's a nighttime one. Nick wants a treatment. 
Uh, that's what's happening he here. A personal he wants a personal. He wants the blanket out. pulled up. I mean, come on, we're gonna get the, the blanket best blanket. Out. There is something super sexual about ASMR, isn't there? It is. It yeah. is. Well, it's sexy. Yeah. Well, okay. maybe we'll do that. That's like our. That'll be and, our sex tape. Gonna go ahead and take our <laughs> ASMR tape. <laughs> oh, the sex tape is on Patreon. We never actually touch each other. Patreon only. Patreon only. Patreon.com/slash. Patreon only fans. We also do an extra bonus episode. Um, which is the sex of this podcast directly responding to the discord server that's questions questions for, for after, after dark, dark. Yeah, after dark after episode. dark so we love this family that we've built we're over a thousand people in there already and, yeah, and growing and thank you early access for merch and and shit that we're designing here at the lab so thank you and um shit i know next week is probably going to be another frothy subject are we going to talk about letting go i know it's not very flashy <laughs> let it go, nick. you guys yeah, it'll I be know. just nick by himself just let it go <laughs> nick alone next week talking about letting go chapter 1 <laughs> <laughs> tune in to find out what actually happens and um and now we'll ha- break for some trombone solos <laughs> trombone solos oh, no, i just podcast? broke alex Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I mean the podcast was really good and everything. I love the episode. Don't get me wrong, but like twenty minutes of trombone exercises was like really long. Trombone exercises? <laughs> Wait, should we do an exercise plan to trombone music for trombone music? That is a I don't wild know. choice. Do you want one? <laughs> Are you trying to disease my pleas right now? I'm diseasing your pleas. Are you pleasing so, my disease? Shout out to all my people pleasers out there. Y'all are literally just an overabundance of goodness. Oh, and we get it because we're we're there. We're yeah. we're one of you. We get it, we and get it. we are so grateful that you exist on this planet. All we're doing is spreading the love and the healing energy of like, hey, we can overcome, we can rise above. Please share your experience with this. I noticed a lot of people that are listening are much more intelligent than us and we're not trying to be professionals in any any sense we just love creating conversation and creating this community that's really our favorite yeah. part of this shit You're letting you know what because we, we have had some life experience letting you know what's been up we have and if you fuck with it rate and review go give me six out of five fucking stars all right go fuck yourself. if you can't give us six stars give us five stars if you can't give me seven <laughs> rate and review send it to a friend you know maybe oh yes if you Put have any when you if you have some pancakes. witchy bitch friends, for sure, share this podcast. Like, who knows? There's so many people that have been uh, awakened and activated, and mostly we just need your art. That's really why we're here. What do we need? Their art. We need your art. <laughs> so that's us signing off. I'm Queen Herbie. This is Jedi Nick. This is Luna and Gary. They don't say much. And Alex is also here, which sometimes he goes by Alice. And we will see you next week. Love y'all.